dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Gail King, out of pocket for that shit. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Gail King, why the fuck would you ask some shit like this? I don't give a fuck who friend it is. I don't give a fuck she can Obama. Uh-oh. I don't even know if you ever have a husband. Is there a nigga out there fucking you? Because I've never seen Mr. King. Nobody has seen Mr. King. Check, I got no headphones. How do I sound? How do I sound? Solid. Cool, cool. Sunday, February 9th. You can't make this up. Podcast Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Episode 183. Bro, how you doing? I'm good, brother. I'm having a good day. Got so an early far? start. Yeah, had a... Had some homework to do, so I had an early start to the day. My kid had to be dropped off. Uh, by the way, you can never get a 12-year-old to rush to do anything, uh, especially when they wake up late and shower and singing their five songs in the morning. Uh, and, yeah, you know, but having a good day. See, that's one of the things that worries me <laughs> about becoming a parent one day, man. I am a stickler for time. Man. <laughs> that's I the, am yeah. a punctual person. Yeah. And people that look at me crazy because I like to be on time, they relax, man. It's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is a big deal, man. Yeah. Time is a big deal. So how does that whole situation work in the morning time? Man. You got a lot of ladies in the house. <sighs> Got to get to school, got to get to work. Mind you, we got one car, too. Uh-huh. So a lot of people getting dropped off. So mm-hmm. it's always a task. Um, school week, I will say, they have gotten themselves in a groove. They, you know, are responsible enough in the mornings to, they know when they hear everybody else rumbling in around, getting <laughs> ready, that's time for them to start doing that, too. So they've been pretty good with that. Um, it's the weekend. What time uh, does school start? So the school, they got to be at the bus at like 8.30. School so what time y'all getting up over there? So we start rumbling around about 7. Okay. So uh, between 7 and 8, everybody's getting ready. Um, a, a few people might leave early to get dropped off. Cause like It kind of works out for the adults. One adult works at 8.30. One adult works uh, 9, 10, whenever he shows up. <laughs> and then one adult is about 10, 10.30. Okay. Excuse me. So they uh we drop off everybody. Uh kids get on the bus, babies get dropped off. So it's a whole, you know, process of uh driving around the city of Dayton and getting people dropped off. The, the bad part is we don't all work in the same city. So right. everybody works in a different suburb and they usually aren't connected. So we're bouncing around, but we're getting it done. It's the weekends though, like my middle kid, we started her back in her art. Uh, thing downtown that she really liked. She did it two years ago. Um, really liked it. Kind of brought it back up. They sent her some mail. You know, <laughs> ten year old gets some mail. They like ooh. So she's reading about some of the stuff coming up, and she been eyeing this Minecraft class that was gonna be in February. So signed her up for that. Dope. So this is my second Saturday of this, and I just like started realizing my schedule. Saturday, if my kid don't have a competition, the oldest one she has practice. That's about eight, eight thirty. So we getting up early, 
taking one kid to practice. Then we that's usually our little Kroger run, you know, the weekend run, get the food for the week. Right. So we usually hop over to Kroger's on the early side, get something, take that home. Guess what? Art kid got to get going. She got to be there. So she get up, get ready, drop the art kid off, go back, pick up the older kid from <laughs> practice, come home, sit down for 20 minutes, go back and get the kid from the art program. So, you know, it's a lot of running around Saturday mornings this month and – I DJ a few Saturdays, so that's going to be, you know, a full day of that. Then come home, load the car. You know I'm saying? It's just going to be full, full days. So, yeah, man, kids. <laughs> kids. Take your time, hey, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you know right there. Take uh, your time. <laughs> um, that's not helping anybody's argument to be like, y'all should have kids. That doesn't yeah, help yeah, the I'm argument. Telling you, I'm telling you. And that's, Once it's over. I'm telling you. It's over. And that's just Saturday. We ain't talking about the work <laughs> weeks and, you know, the, the practices during the week. It, it just feel like some days that I'm just like, I'm I'm joining the Million, the million Mile Club. I'm chasing it. I'm, I'm just driving around all day. I drive at work. You right. Know what I'm so it's a lot of driving. So you an Uber driver, but you don't get paid. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I fork it out. I Uber drive. I fork it out, too. Oh, my just like goodness. Just like this morning. Hey, Dad, you got about five, ten bucks. Ooh. I'm like, yeah, you are going to be here most of the day. <laughs> I guess I got to feed you. Yeah, you might want to get a hamburger <laughs> and two pounds of candy. So, yeah, gracious, man. man. How, how hey, was your week? Man, <laughs> like, he's like, let, let me hear about something else. Right. I lived it. Now you making me talk about it. Right. How was your week? Shit. Man, it was solid, man. Solid week, man. Uh, lots of TV. I've been getting my TV on heavy, heavy, yeah. heavy, man. Uh, it's, been, it's been the weather for it. Definitely, man. Uh, Monday. Beautiful Monday, man. It was like 60 plus degrees. Mm -hmm. But uh, something about my mom in retirement. She's like the weather lady now. <laughs> like she knows the weather that's going on here yeah. in Cleveland, in New Jersey where my aunt lives, in Vegas where my brother lives. <laughs> she check it. In New Orleans where she wants to go visit. It's an app like, for that. You just swipe through. Yeah, she city just boom, boom, like, you guys getting snowed yet? <laughs> Heard you're going to get, temperature's going to drop. Make sure that it was like, thanks, Ma. I know. I watch right. the news. So just, uh, you know. Watching a lot of TV, man. I finally got a chance to watch that Vic 30 for 30. Oh, I, I, I got I to gotta record it, and I haven't watched it yet. You got to watch it, man. It's, it's real good. Um, the biggest takeaway from the whole Vic documentary is how much he accepts blame and responsibility for the whole dogfighting situation. Yeah. Like, it's a... Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a typical story that you hear about, and, you know, we have a couple people like that in Dayton, and we know people like that in Cle. I know people like that in Cleveland that that come from nothing and they get something, yeah. and they want to put everybody on, and yeah. it ends up costing them in the end. Not to this magnitude, right. but like, yo, you had X amount of dollars, now you only have this amount of dollars because you made these decisions to try to help everybody. Yeah, and like that's one of the things that you know. I hope that people that watch it that are younger realize that. You can't take everybody with you. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being around no illegal shit. Like, has a culture growing up around it, or that being just a thing that you and your boys did. Mm -hmm. Like, I think about it on like the side, like poker. You know, I have friends that get together and poker it out on the mm -hmm. weekends. And I know if e if either one of them or I <laughs> want a chunk of change, that little poker garage thing we do in the spring and summer will turn into a building one here in Dayton. Yeah, and we will be out here running an undercover ass poker tournament. Every week, you yeah. know, doing it wrong. Yeah, you know, like I, I just, mean, shit like that can happen. Yeah. I mean, you look at it from the outside, like, man, dude, you you dog fight, you dog fight, dude, you know how stupid that is, you know how legal that. Is? Yeah, he knows 
But it's like one of those things you get wrapped up in and then it just snowballs. And yeah. I think things do snowball out of your control. And like I was saying, he took – I remember him taking a ton of responsibility for it. And some people look at it as, oh, what else are you supposed to say? Well, you know what? You can't win for losing because if yeah. you just hear behind the, well, you know, I got caught up with the wrong crowd. I got influenced by the wrong crowd. You're like, oh, see, he just blaming on somebody else. Right. But he takes full responsibility. Like, look, man, there ain't nobody fault by my own. I could have stopped it. I was the main. I was the money man behind it. So mm-hmm. if I said no, then it wasn't going to happen because ain't nobody had no money. So it's my fault. And being it, the money man behind it, he could also, I'm sure, had enough money to flip it on somebody else. Right. And now the whole hood knows it's a lie. Now he's dealing with the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, Well, they break it down why, oh, okay. why that couldn't happen. Um, okay. Two of the co-defendants, basically, it's not a spoiler, man. Yeah. This is public, I don't care. It's public, for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is public record. Yeah. Two of the co-defendants in the situation both told him, like, look, this is what we're going to do. We just gonna, If it comes to it, we just going to say it was us. You ain't had nothing to do with it. Uh, it was supposed to be the kennel. You never really was around like that, and we was just taking the money doing what we was doing. But the way the feds built the case, it wasn't possible wasn't because from that. they built the case around it. Like, y'all the co-defendants, he the main target because he is the money man. And they made sure that all three of y'all going to pay pay. Dre couldn't take the fall. Nope. Damn. Nope. 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 And dude tried. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, it was just one of those situations, man. So, it's a cautionary tale, man. But, ultimately, I think it's a story that needs to be told, needs to be seen by a lot of people, yeah. especially young athletes. Um, that are coming up that didn't have things, and you know, talks about how, you know, the importance of uh, taxes. Like he wasn't doing tax returns. Mm. It was just like I think this, I think that, right. and just you know, you know, in that in that early two thousands era, man, mm-hmm. you know what? It, it, I mean, it was the bling bling era. Yeah, it was chained down to your nuts, like my daddy. Yeah, you know, it, it was all that, <laughs> and like and you see the change in fashion and the change in the way people do things and in the way people operate now it wasn't like that then it was, this is first time money and you know it's 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 crazy to look at and they had a bunch of money bunch of money Man. i mean he signed three major deals he signed his, his rookie contract deal um as the first overall draft pick and you mm-hmm. gotta think this was before the uh rookie wage scale yeah where you slot it so dude got a big ass bag from yeah. the jump 60 million dollars guaranteed Ooh, oh, they was I, who was the last one? Like Stafford or something? Stafford was the last yeah, one to, to, to that, break the bank. Yeah. So then he had his uh, contract renewal with the Falcons, $100 million. Then everything fucking went to shit in the bag. Mm-hmm. Then he went to jail and all that type of stuff. But then he got another $100 million contract, $30 million guaranteed from Philly. Yeah. But he's like, well, shit, honestly, all that money, those first two contracts, I blew it. And then the Philadelphia money was to pay back all the creditors. Mm-hmm. So the real money that he made that he still has is from his time, the little short stint with the Jets and the Steelers. That's the money he still has. Yeah. Wow. So you think about a 15-year NFL career and, and being hundreds of millions, uh, hundreds of million dollars Ooh. flushed down the toilet. It's crazy, dog. And it's, cost. Yeah. Ooh, everything costs. For sure, man. Crazy. But also. A show that I've been told about for a minute. And let me, let me rewind. <laughs> I have this competition with me and my brother. 
I think I said this story before, but I'll say yeah, it again. We get, I heard it on this week on the radio. Okay, yeah. We have <laughs> we have this competition between each other. Like, who can find a great show? Yeah. Who can find this great movie that ain't nobody talking about? And quote, that sound unquote, like a good brother competition. Yeah, yeah. And quote, unquote, bring it to the table. Like, right. I brought it to you. I I, I yeah. birthed this joint to you. Yeah. So Thank you later. Yeah, yeah. He, he always claims The Wire and The Walking Dead. And my, my claim to fame is Breaking Bad. Okay. So bad, I think it's bad. a fair trade-off. Not bad. So he's been telling me about Ozark for a minute, and I just ne- I never had the time to watch it. I was like, man, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it. Then my homie Peanut told me about it. And then uh, so I finally was like, all right, we zipped through everything. We got through everything we needed to do, too. It's like, all right, we're going to start watching Ozark. So we started watching it. So I hit my boy AP up. I was like, yo, you hip to Ozark? He's like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Where the hell you been at? I was like, I figured you would have been watched that knowing you. I was like, this shit is off the hook. So we crushed season one. I ain't going to give you no spoilers. We crushed it. We, we starting on season two tonight. We're going to be done with season two by Friday. So we had a conversation this week that you not to watch it? <laughs> Jesus. It's only 10 episodes. I was just going to say I was going to start on it tonight and see where you at. but uh, Yeah, yeah, we done, man, done. you done lapped me. Man, we done with season one. <laughs> All, I, I ain't going to give away nothing. All I'm going to say is you going to love it. You gonna love it, dude. It's good like that. It's real from from episode one. So I've been hearing a lot of comparisons to Breaking Bad. Uh-oh. But I've been hearing it in the sense of if you like Breaking Bad, you'll like this, but it ain't Breaking Bad. That's what everybody got to say about Ozark. But everybody that I know that watches it, it's like close friends. Really, you you and Smoke now are the two that's really been in like, bro, you need to watch Ozark. You ain't mm-hmm. watched that shit, you need to watch that shit. So it's like, okay. I'm going to watch it. It gives you Breaking Bad vibes. Okay. Definitely give you Breaking Bad vibes. But I won't say it's as good as Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad was fucking flawless. And, and you know how Breaking years. Bad ends. Yeah. So, so let's see where this goes. Yeah. Season one was great. I'm going to start on season two. Mm-hmm. How many seasons is it? It's, it's only two on Netflix right now. Okay. Season three don't start till March 22nd. Or 27th, one of them. Okay. So you got plenty of time to catch up. Yeah. So we about to crush that and be ready for the 27th of March for when it drops and crush that. So it ain't like a million episodes out there. It's yeah. 10 episodes a season. They all, they, they a full hour. Okay. They a full 58 minutes. Okay. <laughs> you know, you I like a lot no of, yeah, a yeah. lot of series is 10 episodes. They be like 45 minutes. Nah, they, they give you that whole hour. Yeah, it, it it's real good, man. I ain't gonna say nothing else, man. But it must be good for you to you're locked in all week on it. All week, and I you, see what you said when you lean back and said, "I've been watching a lot of TV lot this week." A lot of TV, I man. see. You find a title of this pod. <laughs> a lot, of t- <laughs> and this, this how I know the show is good. Like it takes a lot to impress the wife to be like, "Yo, let's watch another episode." Because like she's not like that into TV like yeah, I am. Yeah. But when I when we find a show, all right, let's let's That's get it. That's how in. me and the wife are with manifest right now. So we gotta we gotta I gotta watch that. Yeah. I've heard heard good things. We we messed up with the with the we recorded it as a DVR, you know, recorded, but forgot about it. So we flipping through one day on a Saturday, Sunday, nothing to do. We like man, this, it got eight episodes. Like, are we gonna watch eight episodes? I was literally headed to the delete it all and would have never known. She was like, we recorded for a reason. Let's just watch the first one and see. Mm-hmm. We turned that thing on. It was probably 9 in the morning on a Saturday or a Sunday. It had to be a Sunday because we finished the whole eight that we were behind, 
And then like this, how they took like the little winter break. It mm-hmm. was starting back up Monday, so we wake up Monday and, and saw a commercial like, "Oh, come back on tonight." <laughs> so we was right back caught up, and we ain't stopped watching it since. Okay, great show. I'm gonna I'm add that to the repertoire as yeah. soon as I'm done with Ozark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> bro. I gotta tell you this, man. Another thing that really pissed me off this week: bad referees. Man, bad referees. Man, they are making their faces known, man. So did you see? Oh, I saw. You ain't gotta say. It cost me some money. Oh, money, money, money. I'm about to pull it up so I can be accurate. Cause I don't, you ain't gotta say it. I know what we talking about. Okay. The young Dame Lillard. Dame Dollar. Dame. Uh, time. What's today? Sunday. So that was what? Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. I am playing. You know my usual addicted DraftKings and FanDuel. I got the basketball going, feeling good. Like okay, this looking like it could be a good little night. I am. I was sitting at like 150th out of like 26,000 people. So I'm like, okay, we got a chance here. I look who I got in my biggest lineup, Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. So I, you know me, I'm I'm full go onto this life. So I, <laughs> I I got the NBA package, everything. So I go to the Portland game. I watched the whole fourth quarter. He was cooking, cooking again, because he took a little break in the third. Because that's how they came back. Because they was down. At halftime, they had a pretty sizable lead, and then I mean, maybe, maybe it was first quarter sizable lead because Dane went off first quarter, and then it started getting down pretty down like 15, 20 points almost. They came back. I forget who they was playing at the time. Um, I can tell you. J- right Utah. Here. Utah. U- Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep in the first quarter. Like uh, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Portland now because my boy Melo out there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> these late nights is starting to add up. So I fell asleep in the first quarter. I saw him cooking. Next thing I know, I fell asleep. Yeah. So I pulled it up here. I've, I finished in this tournament. I finished 45th out of 26,812 people. So mind you, I'm sitting about 45th with like five minutes left in the fourth. Dames, he's okay. He's balling. But every time he scores, I'm moving up because he's like on the higher end of scoring. And I was in the higher end of the tournaments, and most of the people were done. Their lineups were already finished. So anytime he scored, I was bumping up, bumping right. up. I got up to like eighth place. It was paying like 900 I'm like, we bought the ball. <laughs> and then Dane's other people score. I started coming down. They're down two. Dane get the ball. Razzle dazzle. Shake him up. Get there. Pretty boy finger roll. You already know. From the dunk pose to the finger <laughs> roll. Hits the glass. And I watched this, I've watched this ten times now. For them to not call goaltending, bro, it's just blatant. Uh, it's just it's worse than a bad call. Mm-hmm. Dame said it best, man. I don't want to jump ahead, but he said we are playing for a playoff, you know, run, and y'all cost us the whole game, and they really did. Gobert took off off the ground as Dame was already in the finger roll position. So if you watch the video, it hit the backboard clearly, mm-hmm. goaltending clearly, and for three referees to not even have the nuts to be like, we should review this, so one of you call goaltending, please, so we can go review this. The rule is if they don't call goaltending, can't review it. Can't review it. Yeah, and that's one of many things that happened this week in yeah. refereeing. I mean, but that, but so by not getting that overtime or even the shot at overtime, right. if Dane goes to overtime, I have a chance to win this whole five Gs. Yeah, man, it's shitty. It's very shitty. I was so salty. Super <laughs> shitty because one, like I'll, I'll rewind. I'll, I'll fast forward a little bit, but like Dame's comments are one hundred percent accurate outside of. They didn't cost them the game. It cost an opportunity yeah. to win the game. Semantics. Yeah. Back to the game. 
It's horrible, dog. I mean, Horrible. Just bad. just bad. Just bad. Like it's three referees on the court for a reason. Okay, one referee one referee is not in position. That's fine. That's why there's two other referees on the court to make that call. You have to make that call. Yeah. And like you said, it's it's costing my opportunity to continue playing. Yeah. Uh they're they're I mean, it's the West. One game can determine if you're gonna make make it or not. Mm-hmm. And right now they're in ninth place. So they're like a game out of eighth. Exactly. Like, yo, if they win their game, boom, they're in, like you can go on like a five game winning streak and go from ninth to fourth in the in the West like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's all jumbled up. Right. So that's crazy. Then another thing I saw, the coach from Louisville, Chris Mack, they're playing yesterday. I forget who they were playing, but you know the coach is coaching and he's like, yo, talking to the ref, like blah 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 blah. The ref steps to the coach. Yeah. He stepped awesome, to the coach. Like, what up, yo? Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, what is you doing? Like, you're you're the referee. It's, it's not about you. Yeah. It's about the game, and he's trying to get your attention. You can't step to the coach like that. Yeah, he stepped in with aggression. <laughs> like, was he was full, trying to square yeah. up. Yeah. And the coach almost took a step back on some like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I took it the other way. I took it like Chris Mack was stepping back to get so he can get in his stands right, right to fire off. And I mean, like, what do like they always expect the players and the coaches to keep their cool. Yeah. At all times, which is totally unfair. Right. Like, yo, this is an emotional sport. Like I was watching the Syracuse Duke game last week. And, uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. Sucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Duke dude had a nasty-ass tip dunk, and he screamed, and they gave him a technical. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why are you – yeah, help my team out, even though right. he still <laughs> lost. But you can't give a dude a technical for showing emotion. That's that's the part about, like, all this new advancement into, like, now we replay stuff and yeah. now we so tight on emotion. And, like, especially with basketball and football especially, those are two sports where – you know, you you spent your whole lively life learning this game a certain way, and then you play it out in the in the backyard a certain way. You play it with your boys in the gym without no refs a certain way. You play it on Saturday mornings at the yeah. at the college rec, you yeah. know, a certain way. But then the organized, you know, a dude can be super sweet on the hood, but terrible in organized basketball. Facts. You know, so there's certain, but then organized basketball, you learned a certain way. They taking it out the 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 passion of, you know, the excitement of talking shit, the yeah. excitement of I blocked your shit or I sneak tackled you. I saw an XFL hit yesterday that was amazing. You know, that happens <laughs> in the NFL. Oh, yeah, out of here, buddy. You know, so it was just that part of the sport that they are making it to where it's difficult for anybody to be truly entertained. Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm a person that believes in. You know, humor error. Referees are going to make mistakes. They're not perfect. But you can't do these type of things. You can't step to coaches in an aggressive manner. You can't just blatantly not call easy calls. Another call last night, another Syracuse game I was watching, uh, guy dove for the ball on the ground, caught it, threw it, said it was out of bounds. Mm -hmm. The replay clearly showed he wasn't out of bounds. and And the ref was right there, gave him a technical, and college basketball, technical equals a personal foul. This is fifth foul. You're out the game. Like, yo, these type of things, like, yeah. I think the referees need to be held accountable. You hold the coaches accountable. You hold the players accountable. Yeah. Whenever the referees are disciplined, we never hear about it. We never exactly. hear. You don't like, know shoot, what it was. We don't even know how the referees were disciplined 
versus the Saints, Saints and yeah. the Rams yeah. in the NFC Championship game from last year. And then they, oh, what they do? They are like, all right, now you can review pass interference. No, what happened to these refs? Right. You what did y'all do? A lot. Like, what happened to them? Y'all quick to penalize players and coaches for talking about how bad the refereeing is. But y'all not penalizing the punishment. Them. Be oh, you're not you're not refereeing the Pro Bowl this week. <laughs> we'll see it. We'll see you in 2021. You know, we'll see you in 2020. <laughs> Young Dizzle is in the building. Uh, hey Dizzle, you do some refing, right? Yes, I do, and I'm I'm not uh, appreciating y'all trashing these refs right now. Actually. <laughs> garbage, hot garbage, man. Do you know about the Dame Dollar play? I do. That was uh, <laughs> it was unfortunate that they didn't have a timeout, but that's their coach's fault. How is that their coach's fault? Like you said, human error exists. But that's a blatant easy call. Okay. So my so, that's not that's not a that's not a judgment so, call. A judgment a judgment a block charge is a judgment call. I was gonna say so. Two minutes left in the well, what was it? Seconds left in the game. They don't have any timeouts left. Is that a reviewable play? It's not reviewable. It unless it's not reviewable. It would unless be it's go, unless if it's one of the three referees who really didn't know what happened decide to make it reviewable. That's how I feel. So you're saying just make an exception for the fuck up. I'm saying that it was a, it was obviously a close call, and for them not to take the time, we 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 review so much already. I would rather the reviewing be right than it be a reason to not review. And I feel like with three people that couldn't tell that Dane was in the air before Gobert took off, and the ball hit the glass, like that's something yeah. that should be talked about. That's how I feel. I just think that you go down a slippery slope when you start reviewing plays. Off the books, like it's it wasn't a reviewable play unless they call goaltending, which makes no exactly. sense. Which makes no sense. That's why I'm not a fan of replay. Yeah, because you say it's only replay if this happens or if this happens. Then what's the purpose of re- having replay? Yeah. you should be able to you should be able to replay everything or no replay nothing at all. Because I think these referees lean on the fact, especially in the NFL, they lean on the fact that it's going to be a replay. We we see it in most sports. The, most referees, in my opinion, most referees will call a game a certain way, whether it's tight or a little loose. But in the fourth quarter, it's like, you blow the whistle, bro. Right. <laughs> like, she, especially them last seconds. Most, like, we, we saw it in the Duke-North Carolina game last night. Ooh, there wee. was a, a, a pass where inbound, North Carolina was still up, and the reason why the collision happened was because the defender ran to try to catch the ball around the dude's body. So they, they called it, like, incidental contact. And gave Duke the ball, <laughs> and then, and this is these are things that be making the average fan that don't watch it all like that, who just come in for the big games, think the shit is rigged. Yeah, that's what that's that's why that's why motherfuckers think that because yeah. like you can't tell me that when you watching Duke, and every time you watch Duke, man, they seem like they always get the calls. You can't tell me the average fan is like, man, this shit is rigged. I'm not watching this shit, mm-hmm. or like. It, to take it way, 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 way back to when uh, the Lakers came back and beat Portland uh, in that game where Kobe drove the lane and threw the alley-oop to Shaq. Yeah, yeah. They went like on a 30-4 to four run to, <laughs> to win the game. Right. And then you look at and see how many fouls were called against Portland in those games. You can't tell me the average fan isn't looking at it. They're like, dude, this is rigged. Like, that gives them ammunition. Yeah, That exactly. gives them ammunition, man. I just think – these referees need to be held accountable for these blatant bad calls. These yeah. aren't judgment calls. This isn't block charge. Like that is blatant. It's goaltending, bro. So you want to you want to hear the uh, disciplines? You want to hear what, what happens yeah. after? The we hear what happens 
we gonna we gonna know how much Dame gonna get fined. Right. We're gonna find that out on Monday. <laughs> right. Damian Litter was found uh, seventy five thousand dollars for his comments. Right. And all the NBA does or the NFL, they release a statement. Oh, my bad. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sign commission. Post game reviewed it. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. not gonna give them <laughs> the opportunity to win the game back. Exactly. It's, it's bad it's ha- business, it's man. It's happened a lot. It's happened a lot to me. If we open, Shit, it happened in the Fiesta Bowl with Ohio State and if, Clemson. Yeah, if we open this flood, if we open the reviewing and we open all these doors to it, I don't mind spending three more minutes at a, at an entertaining event to get a call right versus, like you say, we now we got lanes to travel for referees to lean on to be like, this didn't happen. You, so even yeah. if it's outside of the parameters, it's talking about like the Dame Lillard goaltending. They didn't have no reviews. They had no timeouts. If they had one timeout left, easy. Review it. Game tied up. And they but keep saying that cost the game. They didn't. They can, still could have lost. It was still like, I, I said an opportunity. I said an opportunity to win the game. An opportunity. My, yeah. my question is how does three NBA refs feel confident, 100% confident, that that was, a, that that was not goaltending? So speaking as a ref, that is a certain referee's call. One or two of Baseline, the three. Baseline, right? Baseline, I mean, I, I'm not sure about the NBA because we don't call goaltendings in my rec right. league. <laughs> my rec Ain't league. nobody getting that high? <laughs> no, nobody's getting that high in my rec league. But um, that's, a, that's a specific ref's uh, duty to call that goaltending. If that ref doesn't call it, it's uh, you know hit or miss if the second ref calls it, right? And it shouldn't be hit or miss. Man. That's my point. A, a bang bang play like that should be able to be right versus being bang bang. It should be able to. We should be able to go see it and get it right versus it just being uh. Because if you start doing <laughs> that, then you're gonna be reviewing every single bang bang right a, outside of the parameters with 100 accuracy. We don't want that. Shit. We don't want and, that. And, in all honesty, in all honesty, we're never gonna get 100 percent accuracy because we saw it in a Fiesta Bowl with Ohio State. That's true. It was clearly a catch and fumble. They called the right call on the field. The asshole in the replay booth overturned it. So it's it's all jacked up. Like I, you, we're not gonna get 100 percent accuracy. But all I want to do is get as close as we can and let's publicly hold these referees accountable. Like, yeah. did you see the Chris Mack? The coach for Louisville, Mm-mm. the ref stepped to him. Oh. <laughs> I the think he posted on Twitter. I think I saw that. Bruh. Hey, shout nah. out to that ref. Hell no. Because there was a couple of refs that have done no. that recently. That shit is bullshit. Nah, bro. Man, we talking Chris spicy. Chris should have fired, fired off on his ass, bro. Man. Like, what is you doing? You, you stepping to him. He ain't want that smoke, bro. Like, and that's, you know what? If that was, if that was like a Coach K, <laughs> if that was a Roy Williams, if that was a Coach Izzo, the ref wouldn't have stepped to him. He stepped into Chris Mack because Chris Mack fucking like 41 years old. Right. Like, man, whatever, dude. I can step to whoever <laughs> I want. Dude, that shit is bullshit, man. Yeah. And more bullshit is the Ohio High School Basketball Association giving my high school the fucking shaft. Mm. Pause. Yeah. Did they playing my guys. They, they playing your boys, man. I read that article and I was in disbelief that, number one, I blame Cleveland Heights a little. Excuse me. A Excuse little, me. a little. <laughs> in my readings, yeah, that they were extended a verbal agreement to attend a Las Vegas shootout, some type of out of state tournament. Yeah, you never take verbal agreements, man. Especially when you're dealing with something that could cost you your 
job or cost you you and what your team is fighting for future. You know, you want that in writing from somebody. Mm-hmm. So to be on the phone with somebody, you're like, oh, it's cool, bro. Yeah, go ahead and go do that. Bet. We going. And then now you're dealing with this. Mm. But my, my biggest problem with the what's whole the problem? Season, my biggest problem is it's a lot of rumors out there floating around like, well, they got clearance, but they didn't get written clearance. Oh, you can travel for a basketball tournament, but you can't miss school. Um, you can do this, but you can't do that. We're looking at uh, who paid for the rooms that they stayed in. All this, this rumors right. upon rumors upon rumors. We can't clarify what rumors are true, what rumors aren't true. My situation with it is, is how come it's always at the end of the season? No matter if it's my high school, Joe Blow high school, your high school, your high school. Mm-hmm. It's always at the end of the season when it's about to be playoff time where they come down with these crazy ruling, yeah. rulings. Shoot, we can go back to when LeBron about the Hummer. That was two weeks before the playoffs. Yeah. Why does it take two weeks before the playoffs? This happened in what December? Somebody hold on to that dirt. You just hanging on to it until all right, boom, here we go. Mm-hmm. Playoffs about to start. Y'all can't play. Petty Kev is a thing nationwide. Uh, big facts. <laughs> big facts. You, how are you going to take keep the number eighth ranked team in the state out of the state playoffs? Yeah, they was guaranteed the top seed. Yeah. So we could possibly win the LEL League and not even make the playoffs. Bullshit. Yeah, that's terrible. Bullshit. It's terrible. And and the, and, the, and the grand scheme of it all, like, does it does it does it really matter when you're supposed to be about these kids and these kids' future? They, Absolutely if they, not. If they get an invite to play in something that gives them nationwide exposure, that should be rewarded, not felt to be sneaky or how do we wiggle this? Right. And I mean, we can look at it right here in. In Dayton, with the whole Troutwood situation mm-hmm. being out of the G Walk because people feel like, oh, they blowing us out by too much. That's why I you beat North Mile by ninety. <laughs> That's why you do that. And so you don't see the Ohio, whatever the hell they call OSHA. You yeah. don't see them coming in to say, hey man, y'all can't kick them out the league for this. You just they just about business as usual. You about charging motherfuckers two dollars for hot cocoa and three dollars for a hot dog at every venue and charging. Twenty dollars to get into the state finals. Mm-hmm. Y'all not yeah. y'all not down here in Dayton saying, "Hey man, don't do that to these kids." Y'all just like, "Oh well, they just had to find a way to play." Yeah, people people man hate losing. Bottom line, and people forget, you know, my entire nineties and early two thousands time in Trotwood, we were losing in most things. We had a good track team, pretty good basketball team, but never got over the hump of the. You know, district finals. You know, you kind of make it there. You kind of got stuck at the Final Four or Elite Eight type thing. Football-wise, my entire four years of high school, we had a new head coach every year. We were <laughs> trying to get to 500. You know, that's what led to the path of players, you know, looking for other opportunities right. elsewhere. Um, we, for a long time, we was at the bottom of the barrel. And to now have a program that's doing well, winning chips. The rabbit you know, got the gun, dog. Yeah, now that we on the top of it, you know, they forget how – see, I played the other sports to try with. I played golf and tennis with my two sports. We used to get murdered every week by mm-hmm. all the you know GMVC back then, but the, the league that is the same type of teams that we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And mostly white schools, mostly been playing these sports in their youth. We started playing you know that sport just because we had after school time and the coach saw us and, hey, y'all want to do this? Uh, we'll try. You know, yeah. Sure. So, but we've been on the bottom for so long, man. To see us on the top, and and now to see them on the bottom, and now they got a problem with it. 
Of course they got a yeah, problem with it. Of course they do. Exactly. Of course they got a problem with it. And, you know. That's why you beat them by 90. <laughs> y'all put them on the boys. <laughs> hey, uh, it's, from my high school, my high school's always been a basketball high school. Mm-hmm. We have never been good at football. This year, we were good at football. We mm-hmm. made the state playoffs. Got blew out. Yeah. By Minner. <laughs> but it's all good. We make making the playoffs is a big deal for the uh football team. And for our high school to make the playoffs and be a highly ranked team in the state and y'all stripping that from the school mm-hmm. is just bad, man. It's bad for the kids, it's bad for morale. I mean shit, you just had a Super Bowl winner that went to the high school. Like, yeah. yo, like this is just bad. Exactly. Like it's just bad pub. Like for everything. Like wait till Kelsey gets on his soapbox. Oh yeah, like because that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna have to happen in order for this ruling to be overturned. And I think it will be. I think ultimately they'll come to their senses and they'll say like, all right, so y'all gotta maybe forfeit a game or coaches they suspended. They ain't gonna let them be ranked. Oh no! Like that's gonna be a punishment. They are gonna still murder cats if they get in. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's hope so, man. Let's By hope the so. Side sidebar. Yeah. Did you see Kelsey's rant with that WWE belt <laughs> at the at the Super Bowl uh, celebration? It was getting it in, man. Man, he had the wrestling voice going on, brother. The, oh man, it was epic. epic. Yeah, man. Speaking of Super Bowl, Good y'all game. don't seem too excited. Talk about the results. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I got it right. You got it right. Can I get, can I get some love? Thank you. Word, word. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's be clear. Everybody in this room was rooting for KC. They were. But there were some doubters in this room, too. Well, I know doubters. I just thought, you know. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you were in probably biting your nails at uh, the third quarter. After when he, no, started the fourth, he threw yeah. that interception. See, I, this is what I said to my wife at the start of the fourth quarter. Damn it, Andy Reid is down by 10 again. That's what I said to the wife. I'm like, Andy Reid, he was down by 10 when he was an Eagles coach. And no nada. Down by ten no again. Dice. Down by ten again. I'm like, man, I don't know if he could do it. This is gonna be the, the the end of his whole, you know, everybody he's a great coach, yes, but this is gonna be how it is. He ain't getting the chip. After that, they was down ten with nine minutes to go. Yeah. Ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo. They they pulled it off. I mean, I I was just happy. I'm a I I got a love hate thing with Richard Sherman. <laughs> sometimes I'll be like Richard Sherman, he be getting he be getting dogged for the wrong reason. Sometimes I'll be like, all right, he stood up for himself, that's cool. But there's something about I don't know, maybe it's just seeing him get burnt like that. <laughs> he got yoked. Yeah. And he talks so much shit. I think it was probably from the from the uh, videos where he can't guard me. I'm the best. Applesauce. I'm the best. Who can't guard you? Crabtree. Yeah. You know, all, all that. A so, bunch of star receiver yeah. like that. We're going to be so charged like that. Just to see somebody like that get burned, you'd be like, ah It's just one of those like, ah So to see uh, Walkies burning him like that and just it, 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 they pull it off like that, I was happy. Happy for like the whole story. You know, Andy Reid finally got yeah. it. Yeah, Mahomes being black yeah. and being young, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, not getting a chip in 50, uh, 50 plus years, man. It was just you know nice to see. I think even one of the announcers that called the game, his dad called Super Bowl, whatever yeah. it was when they won fifty years ago. So it was just. The Joe whole story Buck. of it all was cool. Yeah, it was a good game, and that's really what I was here for, man. I was here for a good game because, I mean, 
We can talk about the XFL if y'all want to. <laughs> I didn't watch the XFL games. You I watched Car- Cardell. I, I saw the highlights. I saw the highlights. <laughs> you know, I got to root on root on them Buckeyes. But uh, you know, it was the last game of the NFL season, man. And you, all you really want is a good game on the last one. Like For we're sure. not we're not gonna get this until September. For so sure. let's have a good one. And we got a good game, man. Yeah. I was happy. Uh, shoot, happy for multiple reasons. One, obviously, Travis Kelsey went to my high school, so I'm super happy about that. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, a brother, winning the Super Bowl. Andy Reid finally getting over the hump, winning the Super Bowl. And probably the biggest thing I'm happy for is Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for Kansas City, who should be an NFL head coach right now, yeah. but isn't an NFL head coach. Um, they keep leaning on this. Well, he doesn't call the plays. Andy Reid calls the plays. But Nagy mm-hmm. was the OC. He's a head coach. Well, he was a, a OC under Andy Reid. He's a head coach for the Bears. Uh, um, Peterson was the OC under Andy Reid. He's a head coach and a Super Bowl winning head coach mm-hmm. for Philly. And Eric Bieniemy is just still the offensive coordinator. So I laugh at the Browns for not hiring him. Yeah. And I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be super happy when Eric Bieniemy goes to a place that he can be appreciated and go on to do great things because. You know, Browns don't deserve a good coach. Yeah, the black the black representation and leadership in the NFL, man, it's it's getting talked about, but Jesus Christ is terrible. Horrible, dog. It's terrible. Horrible. Just terrible. Terrible. What do you think about the Super Bowl, Young Dizzle? I know you were uh, all on the gram making fun of people. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah I was I, in a, I, I watched that a, video. I was in a room full of Niners fans, boy. <laughs> so they was giving it to me, uh they was definitely giving it to me first half. <laughs> but uh, my dad was the only other person with me in the room going for the Chiefs. And he said, I wish I got it on tape. Keep that same energy when y'all motherfuckers losing at the end of the game. <laughs> and they wasn't keeping that same energy. And I made sure they knew that. <laughs> I, I, like So you know how you watch the snap and you start doing something and you look down and there's a couple of stories ahead. So I had the volume down because I was watching something I shouldn't be watching, and, and then it started, it started, it started going to the to the next story. So as I look back to the phone, I see it's Dizzle. I turned the volume up, and all the thing I hear was like, "You nervous now, ain't you? You getting nervous now?" I'm like, "Oh, this one here, charge." So I had to click back yeah. and watch the whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, Dizzle here talking cold shit." I okay. should have got it when they was up, bro, because he was talking <laughs> cash shit. And I'm like, all right, bro, you know Mahomes is going to go off at some point, bro. Right. Just keep that same energy. Yeah. I didn't get it on footage. It yeah. would have been good. Though. I will say this. Um, Kawan Alexander, like people can talk about Jimmy G missing that throw. They can talk about them not running the ball enough in the fourth quarter. Kawan Alexander dropped an interception on that drive where they converted that mm-hmm. uh, that third and 15. Yeah. You intercept that ball, you're at the thirty. You win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean it's, it's co- it comes down to that, and that's one of the things that um, me and my brother and my homeboy Kelly talk about all the time. Like, look, man, all these other things that go on, like, oh man, you should have did this or they should have called this play. When you're on defense and the ball hits you in your hands, yeah, catch you it. Got it. Got to catch it. Yeah. Period. If we expect the wide receiver to catch every pass. We expect you to catch yeah. a pass that hits you right in the hands. You and, in the Super and nine Bowl. times out of ten, when you drop an interception, they either convert a, a, a first down or they're going to go score. You you have to make those plays. And another thing, when you kick field goals, you lose. Ask yep. Ohio State. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. Was this halftime show too sexual? Hey. <laughs> what that mouth do, Shakira? Yo, that shit had me so weak. 
Um, no, it, no, it wasn't. I just was laughing at like the like the pole start off. Yeah. Like just the, just some, some of the shit that was happening. I was just laughing because I know the hundreds of millions of people watching this shit. And I knew it was some families that was having a Super Bowl party and they covered their kids' eyes. Like, I just know that was <laughs> happening across the world. So I was laughing at it. I didn't think it was, it was okay. It was know? cool. But, I was entertained. Yeah, I was very entertained. The, the, the Shakira and J-Lo shake off, you know. Shakira the, definitely won that. I think the yeah. funniest part was it was, it was, it was very Miami. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? It had yeah. that Latin feel to it. And I'm here for all of yeah, that. Yeah, that was cool. That was and, cool. But I mean, you know, you got. J-Lo on the pole, you got Shakira doing the tongue move, and then they bring the kids out. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> One thing's not like the other. Right, right. And then the, the, the butt shake-off was, was topped it off. So J-Lo like she was running in place. <laughs> Shakira had that thing going, so... <laughs> Shake it like a good tail. Time. I thought it was solid, though. Good time. Yeah. For sure. Good yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we got to talk about this, and I think this whole Oprah and Gayle King versus black people is... Is a hot button issue, man. It definitely is. So for people that don't know, Gil King sat down with WNBA legend Lisa Leslie. She played for the LA Sparks, who's like a uh the sister franchise yeah. to the Lakers, and she had a great relationship with Kobe Bryant. And, you know, she brought up Kobe's alleged sexual assault situation. And for me, it wasn't the fact that she asked about it. It's the way she asked about it. Yeah. She asked about it, Lisa answered it. So you you ask a question, you you have a follow up. Right. It's the follow up question that really was like that was unnecessary. The way she said, "Well, you wouldn't, Lisa. You wouldn't see Kobe exactly. like that because he's your friend." Exactly. And then Lisa had to reiterate, like, you know, I never seen him in that light. Da 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 da. Then she followed up again with another follow up question, trying mm-hmm. to lead her down a path to say, "Well, yeah, that shit was kind of exactly. fucked up." That's that's where I was like that shit's out of line. That shit, as as Snoop would say, was out of pocket. That's why I didn't take the whole follow up day of trying to say. I mean, I get how I definitely get how the media will twist some shit on you, you know. Yeah. So for her to say this was a whole interview and taking it out of context, that part wasn't really taking it out of context. Right. That part was how you chose to word those questions and kind of jab at the fact and trying to. If you, it felt like you was pushing for an answer. You yeah. Were pushing for something and. You know, wasn't getting it. I thought it was pretty powerful how Lisa Leslie said, you know, the media should, you know, kind of shut this down. And she said it kind of sternly with some, you know, y'all fucked up for this, you know. Yeah. And it, to me, it was all the way whack, though. Like, all the way whack. She tried to act like it got acquitted because the girl didn't show yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, like, all that, 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 all that kind of pushing was, the, it was just too much. Yeah, man. when she, said, right now, when she said it got uh Dismissed because she wouldn't take the stand. Also, she had about five different dudes jizzing her. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, had uh, friends of hers saying that she was trying to get with Kobe that evening. And it's like, yo, if you're going to bring up that part, bring up the whole situation. Yeah, exactly. Like, Let's talk about like it. you're leading people to believe a certain thing, and that's fucked up. Yeah. If you're supposed to just be asking questions, ask the questions or keep it a buck. Like, you're not working for you know, quote-unquote CNN who has leaning one way or you're not working with Fox that leans another way, you, you're you supposed to be a represent right down the middle. Exactly. You're supposed to just fire off questions yeah, and like, not have no opinion. Like you, 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 <laughs> you interview her, you interview R. Kelly, talking crazy about Bill Cosby. Yes, R. Kelly is a scumbag. Yes, 
Bill Cosby is a scumbag, but this whole Kobe Bryant situation, like, yo, it got dismissed for a reason. Exactly. And why, it, to How me. How many of y'all been in the college, like, not y'all, but I'm talking about, you know, the people that, to be that did some college fucked up shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts, facts, <laughs> so, facts. It all kind of happened. And it got, like you say, it, 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 got, it got left alone for a reason. That shows that the court of public opinion is more powerful than anything. Facts. That Dizzle, I know you have some strong feelings about this. Um, I don't like how everybody came on the Gil King. Snoop Dogg being one of them, because his shit was, it was funny. Before you start, I'll be, I, I was going to say, I have a bad habit with stories like this of watching the funny before I watch the root of the problem. <laughs> so... Myself I, included. Yeah, I watch Snoop. I watch Michael Blackston. I mean, those, those. I ain't see Michael Blackston. Oh my goodness, those two had me in tears. <laughs> I'll be watching that very soon. You, yes, you will be. <laughs> that those. So I watched those two before I even sat down and really like grasped the reason for those reactions. So, but yeah, I, man, I, I, I definitely thought she was pushing to try to get Lisa Leslie to say some shit that you know she didn't want to say or. Uh, she definitely had an agenda behind the yeah, behind the questions, um, and yeah, it's it's a good question. You know, Snoop and many others have proposed. Where's this energy with the white folks? Yeah, you know, doing this, doing dirt. Um, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Oprah. Like Oprah going after what's his name, Russell Simmons. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this this energy is definitely geared towards black people, and um, but I don't know, man. I don't I don't like how how to how everybody came on to Gail uh, disrespecting her because she's trying to do her job. She didn't do it the right way, but then you are becoming the exact same thing that you're, you know, being upset about. I agree 100%. We're, we're not unified in any way doing this. Nothing gets resolved. Um, Just ask to the Pee Wee Herman foil ball. Yeah, man. Just like more bullshit. Yeah. The, the, the way Snoop came on, I was with. It's like you out of pocket, da 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 da, da. <laughs> and it was a can I call the one? <laughs> that shit like, was no. funny, man. <laughs> I was like Snoop, don't do it, but he did it, and then like before we come for you, and you know how Snoop talking, it's like bro, like look, man, we can't be out here talking reckless like that yeah. to to, I mean, like it or not, Gail King is one of the best reporters ever yeah. in the game, and. Oprah Winfrey is one of the most powerful people in the world. Like we can't be talking to to, the, to these people like that and calling them out their name. Just They're, this morning, when I was waiting in the parking lot. Snoop has already put out another video, oh. kind of like saying how you know he was never coming at her in a violent manner, and he was kind of speaking. He was, <laughs> the fuck? he was speaking on it like you know she was out of pocket, you know, da da da. But he was trying to say, you know, please y'all, let's keep this PG. So he was kind of coming at a. He had a little had that more different energy. His wife, his, his wife probably talked to him. Yeah, I, 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 started, I just watched that thirty minutes ago. So okay, yeah, like that, that shit was crazy, man. Like, like everybody said, it was funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's just over the top, man. Like, that's just way over the top, man. You yeah. can't talk about people like that and then expect later for them to actually want to have a dialogue and try to f- see your point because all they're gonna see is you calling them a funky ass dog bitch or whatever. <laughs> <fuck they say. laughs> like, yo. Like, you can't blame them for feeling that way. And just, like, we shouldn't be blaming you for feeling that type of way about her asking those type of questions about your friend, Kobe Bryant. Like, it's it's 
fucked up. Yeah. But like like Dizzle said, like that same energy about the Harvey Weinstein's and shoot, the same energy about the uh Kobe's high school principal alluding to the fact that like, this was karma to why it happened. Like, let's yeah. have that energy for those people as well, not just our own. I mean, yes, I do feel like okay. My problem is that us black people, when there's people in power, some people expect us to have a the black people hook up. Like when oh, yeah. President Obama was in office, motherfuckers was expecting like, oh, he about to be down for us. Like he about to be coming through <laughs> the barbecue and about to be letting everybody live. Food stands like, about to be tripled. Yeah, like, <laughs> about to like, oh, it's about to be lit at the White House. It's about to, I ain't, I'm gonna just show up, but just because I'm black, like no. That's not how it works, dude. <laughs> right. Like, have some morals about yourself. Have some tact about yourself. Like, that's what I don't like about us sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. we expect the homeboy hookup at all times and want things to be all cool like we in the backyard. Like, yo, it's a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gail King is playing the game. Yeah, Oprah's playing the game. Yeah, we will want them to be a little more lenient our way. Yeah. But sometimes it don't work like that. Yeah. I so. think I would have I would have had a little bit more heart for Gail, though, I just didn't like the post comments of, you know, even though, yes, the network cut and sliced and did what they did with it, she still yeah. formed, formed those questions. Yeah, that shit, was, know, that, so. shit was, that shit was wild, man. Yeah. The boy Yellow Pain getting some love out here in hey. the streets. Yeah, man. Congrats to him, man. That's nice to see. Nice to see some positive energy, you know, coming from music in Dayton, Ohio. Big facts, you know? man. Uh, I want to say special shout out to you, Killer. You uh, really brought it to my attention, um, and I was able to get a couple spins on the air this week. Yeah. And then, like on Friday, it seemed like it just fucking hit the wall. Like everybody was talking about it. Yeah, I've seen. I think originally I seen um, Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. Um, she shared it. I think I saw Meek Mill shared it. Um, and that was kind of big for him because he one of the lines in there was about you know the judicial system and Meek Mill okay. and you know all that. Um, I saw um, XXL magazine. Yeah, Jada they, Pinkett. Yeah, Jada Pinkett. I mean, it's it's getting the right energy. Earthquake. Earthquake. Yep, the comedian Earthquake shared it. It's. I mean, I'm happy for him. Big facts, man. That's dope. Uh, Super dope. So for people that's listening to this pod right now, grab your phones, go to Apple Music, go to Spotify. Go to title. You can stream it. It's Yellow Pain. My vote don't count. Also, you can watch this video on YouTube. It's getting crazy views on yeah. YouTube, man. Yeah. So definitely support it. And if you live in Dayton, Ohio, make sure you keep calling 457-1029 to request that song. The more you request it, the better the streaming numbers are, the better the YouTube numbers are, the more we can play the song. So keep calling us. Keep hitting us up on Facebook. Keep hitting us up on Instagram. That gives us ammunition yeah. to go to the people the powers that be right. <laughs> to get that song in a, a real rotation, not just a, hey, listen to this song, right. and then you don't hear it for another day. Hey, listen to this song. Yeah. You keep blowing us up. This has a positive message, and it's uh, something that's really great for the community. Right. Yeah. After community, it's great for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I saw one in the comments in there that said, I'm learning more about the judicial system in this song than I did in school. Exactly. So, I mean, it's powerful. It, 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 powerful you know, to touch touching a lot of people, man. Touching it like that, that's what's, that, that's the energy we need. Yeah, and I will say, whatever school you was going to needs to be shut yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, damn, bro. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Speaking of terrible. Terrible. How you doing? Oh! <laughs> 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 
They say it is a vigorous yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> I just come from the boring spot. Bright light, city light. I gotta make this is where it goes down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never took the straight path nowhere. So, power finale, man. It's over. Over, over. What did you think? I'm on a fucking roll is what I think. <laughs> Super Bowl, check. Power, check. I'm getting them right. I'm checking off a list over here, man. Okay, Even okay. though I thought it was trash. I, I did Well, hold on, hold on, It had, for me to see an hour 20 come on the screen, Yeah, I got a little charged. Okay. 35 at hour 20, pretty good. The, the meat of it, I was uh, happy to see I was right. But didn't like that I was right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was happy to see out that I called it. There was nowhere else to go. Yeah, that Tariq was the guy. But I just didn't, I don't know. For everybody's story to be what that was and to see how this thing played out, that shit could have ended at Tommy's show. Tommy <laughs> Tommy had the best yeah. show of the series. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just didn't, it, it, it got whack. It got whacked. I'm not excited for Power or whatever. Two, power three. Book 2. Yeah, 2, with 3, Mary 4, J, Met man. The man. I'm excited for it, man. Yeah. I think, I think power it's... Power will um, never die. Is that what it said? Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> so, I rewind. So, I saw this three weeks ago. See, so that link that you sent me was this? Because I didn't The watch. way I watch it, <laughs> I was uh, able to see it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to watch it like that. I didn't. I didn't want, I to, didn't want to, but the reason I did because it was out there. I didn't want to be on social media and have it spoiled. Yeah. Because the week before, I was on Fifty Page and he showed um, a clip, and it was actually Tasha shooting ghosts. Okay. So when this link came out, I was like, "Fuck that!" I'm watching it. And once I saw that Tasha shot him on that, I was like, well, shit, it's not that. It's not going to be that. He's not going to share the fact that right. it's Tasha. So I knew it was going to be Tariq who killed him. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck it. I got to see how the shit play out. And then when, it, when it comes to these shows, especially now with things getting leaked left and right, it's not really about if you're right. Well, it is if you're right or wrong because you get bragging rights. But it's about the execution. Like, how do you get to point A to point B? How do you wrap things up? Is it satisfying? Yeah. And ultimately, it was satisfying. No, it wasn't as great as you would like it to be. But I try to think, what shows really have great finales? Like, yeah. we we all hear about all the Game of Thrones people. Dizzle. <laughs> Trash. Trash. <laughs> even, even as great as Breaking Bad was, some people weren't happy that Walter White died. Like, yeah. how else was he supposed to happen? Dude had terminal cancer. Right. Of course he was going to go out like a G. Right. Like, some people uh, aren't happy the way The Wire ended. Like, these are all-time great shows. Shit. Uh, I can take it back to Lost. Okay. That trash. whole super <laughs> trash. Ultimate, that whole last season was garbage. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's hard for these shows that like they have a great idea in the beginning right. and they got the shit rolling. And then they think like, well shit, how are we gonna end this? You can't because keep dropping shit, 50. Yeah, you can't. It just <laughs> it just it just becomes an impossible task. I do like the fact that they it was almost like they had a a, a season too long. Yeah. Like if they would have wrapped at five. But what I do like how they're doing with TV shows now is they're having an end date. They're like, all right, this is the beginning, this is the middle, and this is the end. So, like, you know, like back in the days, like, 
they would make a show just go forever. Like, right, well, shit, right. it's still bringing in great ratings. We're still bringing in good revenue. Just keep coming up with stories. We're just going to keep dragging them along. Like, I know the people that are mad at, uh, what was the one show, Scandal? Okay. They weren't happy with that ending. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is a business in the sense of there's somebody that's studying how much viewership we get in each time we put out one of these shows and how do other shows start, middle, and end. And, yeah. You know, that's uh, that's a good thing that they are doing that. I just don't like, I don't know, I don't like the, the like, lead on to be like, we'll be back this summer. I'm like, man, <laughs> just just like a water break. <laughs> what a break. Y'all y'all been done recorded this shit. Cause y'all done been had the story. Y'all done been on a whole promo tour talking about it. It's just I don't know. I I don't like the 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 big, you know, we're gonna we're gonna end power. Power's over and then Psych! We back. Yeah. So will you be watching Power well, of course. Book 2? Of course. <laughs> I'm sure I will. I I even saw 50 on the ABC commercial with a show he got coming on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that looks decent. That has uh actually <laughs> Ha Ha Davis is gonna be in it. In it, um, wait, Mr. It, Commodore gonna be in it. Wait, wait, what is y'all talk? What is Power Book Two? Is that Power, Power Book Two? It's got Mary J. It's Blige? a yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You ain't ever seen Mary J. Act? Uh, the crispy chicken commercial? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, wrapped up in I see her acting next, so she's about to be on the uh, Power Power Book 2. It's a, uh, With meth. Yeah, meth and meth going to be in there, too. That This is the spinoff that we've been talking about? Yeah. That's what it's looking like. Mary J got skills. Uh, watch Mudbound on Netflix. Mudbound. Yeah, it's good. It's tight. Was she in uh, Raising in the Sun with Diddy? I think I saw that yep. years yep. ago. Yep, yep. Uh, this dude out here disrespecting MJB. Uh, <laughs> you think you uh, okay, bro? Hey, hey, man, that was a dizzle disrespecting MJB, right. not me. MJB is cool with me. Did you like the how how it ultimately ended? You yeah, was, was you cool? see it, nigga. It was cool. When Tasha took off that swig, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the problem with me, man. I find the funny in everything. Oh yeah, I got problems, bro. Oh, yeah. Like. She taking off her eyelashes, took off the swig, and she just like looking broken. I'm like, damn, it was all good a week ago. It was all good. I enjoyed watching then, her you know sex what? scene. It was yeah, cool. she had a mouth, didn't she? <laughs> Look, man, that's what she get, bruh. That's exactly what she fucking get, man. Yeah. Because ultimately, when a nigga tried to go legit, you kept fucking the nigga over, talking about, nah, you're going to be the biggest drug dealer in New York. Who really wants to be a drug dealer? Right. Everybody Why wouldn't it, you yeah. want clean money? Exactly. Why would you want to be looking over your shoulder? If that nigga was talking about going legit, you should have been his biggest fan. Like, hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah. But no. that's what you, And you was fucking married niggas. <laughs> right. Married niggas. In, in the circle. Yeah. You <laughs> fucked a uh, young boy, 50 son, yep. in the motherfucking Escalade several times. Yeah. The motherfucking lawyer dude. His yeah. lawyer, yeah, several times. Yeah. This new Joe Blow got her ass back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm telling. Telling. Smart, smart guy going to the local diner. So this nigga Tariq dropped out of high school, got his GED, went to college, crying like a bitch. Yeah, that's fucked them niggas. Yeah, <laughs> thought he was gonna get that money though. They gotta get that three point five first. So right, that's... left her with nothing. Yeah. Nothing. She she better off Tommy shooting her in the head. Fact though, she got to do a long bid. Long. Was she gonna stretch. be a part of this show too? Of course. From she's the, gonna have a from cameo the sale, from the sale with cornrows. 
Trying to run the shit from the cell. Being a lesbianist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, there it is. Another edition of You Can't Make This Up. Podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We out till next week. Peace.